covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to a DC Crossover special right here on any podcast platform you're checking this out or YouTube or TikTok. Whatever you're looking at, definitely go follow the DC Crossover and go follow our guest, Andrew Gillis, once again on the mic with us again. I mean, last time we had some snafus with the contender and obviously some stuff, you know, kind of got deleted and everything like that. So that was unfortunate. But we know that this one will not be deleted today. Mr. Gillis, let me welcome you in today, buddy. Thanks for having me, man. Really, uh, really appreciate it. Looking forward to it. (laughs) I know you're been a busy man lately obviously with all the <laughs> all the caps going on and then you had finally you got a little bit of a break when the whiz ended up failing uh <laughs> miserably uh but at the same time uh you've had a lot going on and i appreciate you coming on with us here for the dc crossover special for the washington capitals 2022 playoff series against the florida panthers so again follow andrew and at Andrew underscore Gillis. See, I'm, I keep messing up the underscores. Underscores always screw me up. Uh, at and Andrew underscore Gillis, common spelling, 70 at the end. He's a writer for NBC Sports Washington for the Caps and the Wizards. But he kind of leans towards the Wizards. We, or excuse me, the Caps, as we talked about last time. Uh, so that's why we got him on right now, because we want to talk about their playoff series against the Florida Panthers. By the way, I was talking to a buddy of mine uh, not, too, uh, not too long ago saying, how are the Panthers even good? I mean, I saw a poll like four or five years ago that said that they have the worst ice in all of hockey. Uh, you know, obviously the melting and stuff like that, or the humidity and all that kind of stuff. But how? where do the Panthers even come from? Like, I just don't even understand how, how all of a sudden, 10 years ago, no one even you know thought about the Florida Panthers. Now, all of a sudden, they're the President's Trophies winners. Yeah, I, I mean, it's very weird. You look at just the way that the Panthers have done this, it's been just kind of a slow accumulation of talent. And right. this is the year that it, it kind of built together. Um, you know, this is just the second season in their franchise history that they've had more than 100 points in a season and they win the president's trophy uh, <laughs> last year. You know, they, they had a great year. Um, they had, uh, you know, I think it was like 80 points in, the, in a lockout shortened season. And then you just kind of run into a buzzsaw in the Tampa Bay lightning in round mm-hmm. one. Um, and that series was wildly entertaining. It was awesome hockey. And it was just one of those things where it was almost like those Capitals Penguins series where, you know, it, you play a great team and you go out probably earlier than you should. Um, right. You know, you know, even in 18, it was like, oh, man, you know, the Penguins are definitely, you know, one of the four or so best teams in the league. They shouldn't be going out early. And it was certainly that way with the Caps. So, you know, the Panthers really kind of haven't gotten their shine. They haven't won a playoff series since 1996. But wow. this is kind of the accumulation of it all. They've kind of put everything together, and this is really kind of the result. It's it's outstanding how good they are. And, and no doubt about it, as you mentioned, that, you know, obviously the Panthers last year, how they got into a buzzsaw with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I love this playoff format. Now, I need to ask you really quick before we get into the Caps, do you like this new playoff format that's been in, in accumulation here for a little while now? Because I'm actually a fan of it because of the sole fact that you know, I, I mean, I wish it was years ago because we'd actually be playing the Pens in the Eastern Conference Finals most of the time. But what are your thoughts on the new playoff format? Uh, I don't like it. Um, I haven't <laughs> liked it really since the out since the outset because, like I just kind of mentioned, you got those weird series where it's like, oh, well, so of course the Caps and the Penguins, right. despite them being the best two teams in the East, 
they have to play each other in the first two rounds of the playoffs. And, and we all know that they played each other in the second round for, you know, a million series in a row. And, and now you're kind of seeing it swing the other way where it's, it's not Washington, but it's Toronto, you know, like Toronto and Tampa is the first round series right now. And, and that's a really difficult series. And you just kind of get these weird matchups. Like if, if you were to actually look, I haven't done this this year. I normally do, but it's like you get one and eight, you know, caps and the Panthers, but then you always end up, it's like one and eight and two and four, and three. It just, it, it screws everything up. I, I'm just not, not a fan of it. Um, and I, I truthfully wish they'd just go back to one and eight as soon as possible. Right. I've always thought that the NBA has the best playoff format because it's just right. one and eight, you know, it's, I mean, cause you don't really see those type of matchups until later in the playoffs. So I don't right. know why it's this, like this weird equation that they have to do that is like, Oh, this is the best way. Cause of this and this and this, why don't you just do it one through eight? I don't get that. I don't, I don't understand it, but I totally see where you're coming from in that sense. But Let's get to our Washington Capitals here, okay? First off, most important question, and I think you already know this because you've probably got asked this on Twitter and all these different outlets that you're on. What's the deal with Ovi? Now, I saw your tweet earlier. Yeah. I saw your tweet earlier saying that, you know, he was asked, oh, how are you feeling? Good. Great answer. <laughs> good. That's all, that's all you know. It's good. And then right. all of a sudden he says uh, he'll see, obviously, as you said on your Twitter uh, about, you know, the game one and everything like that and whatnot. So let me hear your kind of in-depth analysis of what you saw at the presser and different things like that. Right. Uh, well, so today was kind of the Capitals media day for the playoffs. They had a bunch of guys come out and obviously every single one of them got asked about Ovi and obviously none of them are going to tell you what's <laughs> going on with Ovi. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, so, you know, Alex gets asked, I think it was the first question. How do you feel? His answer, like you said, good. Are you going to be ready to play game one? We'll see. And he kind of grinned. And then to me, the most telling part of his interview today was somebody asked him, you know, if, if this last, if these last three games were playoff games, would you have been able to play or could you have tried to play? And he said, yes. So to me, I took that as, okay, we're talking about a guy who is, uh, he was a full participant, participant in practice today. We're talking about a guy who's uh, like, unless something happens, is going to be a full participant in practice on Monday. Like this is a guy who's revving up to play. Um, like they're, they're not going to come out and say it. I mean, truthfully, it, it makes a lot of sense from the Capitals perspective as much as it kind of hinders me in trying to you right. know, get the yeah. answers. But it, you know, if, if the Florida Panthers spend one minute, 60 seconds of the next two days trying to figure out uh, what does the lineup look like without Ovechkin in it? I think that's a win. I, I think that's, you, you have this card, you might as well play it. But we are at the point where I would be surprised if he doesn't play. Just the way that he's looked on the ice, I mean, he didn't – he's not in a non-contact. He's full participant, like I said. I just think he's – it looks like a guy that's ready to play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Right, and then obviously the video that was circulating around Twitter uh, against the Rangers when he's sitting there taunting all the fans and all that kind of stuff, you kind of feel like he's just like – I'm fine. They're just sitting me out for precautionary right. reasons. You know, I'm good to go. You know, it just felt like that because you would think that he'd be sitting down a little bit more serious and saying like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm actually going to play and all that kind of stuff. But it's the playoffs. You never know. I mean, when you're looking at the playoffs, typically, especially hockey guys that are, I mean, significantly tougher than a lot of, a lot of people out there, uh, they're always playing. No matter if they have injuries. I mean, the only thing that's keeping them out is a broken leg, broken arm. I mean, geez, even sometimes broken arms don't even stop them. But uh, I mean, overall, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good news, I think, for Ovi. And just like you said, 
you know, he's out there kind of grinning and stuff like that. So that's a good thing. And also practicing full participating. Uh, but are, are there any other injuries? I don't think I saw anything to note. You know, not, not with the caps. Um, you know, I think the other thing that we've, we've kind of been watching over the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, Nicholas Backstrom has taken some maintenance days. Um, you know, he, he obviously had off season hip surgery last mm-hmm. year, but you know, he's ready to go. And, and truthfully, you know, I, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to jinx them and somebody's going to yell at me from somewhere, but they do. I will say there are no injuries for the first time in a while. And that's pretty much the way to phrase that. I don't know if they, I have we're out here to knock on. I don't know where those <laughs> <laughs> But they, uh, they look, they look ready to go and um, doesn't, doesn't appear to be anything that's, that's going to hinder them down the stretch or down the next couple of days here. That's great, too, because obviously TJ had a ton of injuries and COVID and different things like that throughout the season. And Anthony Mantha had his long absence and Carl Hagelin and everything like that. So that's actually really good to hear because we're going to need full strength no matter what against the Florida Panthers. So now moving on to the next situation that we got. I feel like I'm saying like all the negative things. So the next situation we got is the goalies. What has been the buzz? What are the grumblings? What are the whispers out in the building about the two goalies that we have in Sam Sonoff and Vitek Vanacek, because I always said it on our podcast that it's been like a roller coaster for them. Like Vitek will go out and have two shutouts and then have, have a great goals against for about four or five games. And all of a sudden the next three games, he's getting blown out by like, you know, uh, the coyotes or I'm just throwing out names, the coyotes and like the Maple Leafs, something like that. So what have you heard? Because not one goalie has really pushed themselves forward to be that starting guy. Yeah. Um, well, so as, as you might imagine, uh, that was another thing that Peter Laviolette was asked today. And uh, <laughs> right. as you might imagine, that was another thing where he said, I think we're going to keep that closer to the vest. And again, like it, it hurts me where I'm like, you know, I really wish I would know. I really <laughs> wish you would come out and say it, but I get it. Like if, if you're sitting there and, and you have the Florida Panthers sitting there, like wondering which goalie to game plan for, you want them to spend as much time as possible trying right. to spend game planning or spend time game planning for both um they're going to keep that close to the vest so the way this is going to work they're going to practice monday morning um we're recording this on sunday night so they're going to practice monday morning and then uh they are going to fly to florida on monday afternoon so they get down there they will do i don't know if it'll be a full skate or an optional skate on tuesday morning ahead of game one but I don't even know if we're going to get an answer about the goalie then from peter laviolette like i really think it could be when, you know, I'll be sitting in the press box down in Florida, staring at the tunnel coming out, <laughs> wondering who's going to be the first goalie off the onto the ice. So right. I, I think it truly could go down to the last minute. Now, does that mean that he's going to tell Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek as they're going out on the ice? Absolutely not. I just don't think it's going to be public. It, it's one of those things where both goalies, they have their pros, they have their cons. I think it's kind of out there right now that Samsonov is the guy that, He'll make the big save. He'll make the flashy save. He's so big. He's so athletic. And all of a sudden, he just lets in one where you kind of like, oh, what? How did that get in? And then Vitek, you know, he'll let in a few bad goals, but Vitek is the far more, I guess you could say, reliable guy. Right, right. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I, I, like, if I had to bet right now, I don't feel great about it. I would say Vitek starts. But I, like I said, like, if Ilya Samsonov is the first goalie onto the ice in Sunrise, Florida on Tuesday, I will not be surprised in the slightest. Right, and that's the thing is I was going to ask, like, who has been performing better against the Panthers? But 
all three games that we played them this year, they were all high-scoring games. So it's not like you can say, well, he has the Panthers number or something like that. So that's going to be funny to see because I actually think when you're looking at hockey, I mean, it's more so a chess game between, oh, it's an upper body injury. We're not going to tell you what it is, but it's an upper body injury uh, and stuff like that. So I think we kind of have a similar situation that we had with Grubauer and Holtby where, yes, you know, they might be a little bit more talented than the guys we got now, but they pulled Grubauer with the quickness. You know, it went zero to 100 real quick, and Holtby was like, I'm in. So then all of a sudden he took us to the cup. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, obviously I'm not trying to put you on the spot and say, give me answers, you know, but at the same time, I totally agree with you that I think they're keeping a lot of these things close to the vest. But now what I'm going to do is ask you something that, and I'm going to try to come up with it on the fly, Gillis's game plan. I want to see your game plan on how, the NFL does it on their broadcast where they got, you know, Romo's, you know, whatever his thing is, the three, three keys to victory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear your factors to win this series, your three key factors. All right. So, uh, so I'll give three. And since we just talked about it, um, I, I think this has to be number one. It's the goalies, you know, whether or not it's Ilya Samson over Vitek Vanacek, you need your goalie to play well. If your goalie does not play well, what are we doing here? You're telling <laughs> and, and like, and here's the thing. Like we say that for the Capitals, and I think that really matters. Especially, you're playing a team that in in the Florida Panthers that scored more than more goals, I think, than any team since 1996. Oh yeah, and that was the '96 Penguins. So you're you're talking about a team that is loaded offensively. So this is this would be a key if we're talking about Mark Andre Fleury. Like if, if they had you know if that trade had had happened, if that was something that Mark Andre Fleury wanted, and he was in Washington right now we'd be saying, how is Marc-Andre Fleury going to hold up? So th- this is not new, but, right. um, you know, I think the goalies are just going to be so key. Um, you know, I, I super would not be surprised. In fact, I kind of expect to see both goalies. Um, maybe, you know, I, you don't want to be cynical, but, you know, maybe you're playing a team against the Pan- like the Panthers, yeah. you know, what it, it, you're bound to have a game where one guy gives up four goals, five goals, and might get it. And, and I think the, we could be looking at a quick hook. So goalies are number one. Um, I think second, uh, you know, I was talking about this today and a couple other people today at the, at the rink were talking. I think pace of play is big. And I know that kind of sounds basketball-y. I know that kind of sounds, uh, you know, like you're talking about a different sport. But you have got to slow this thing down. If, if it turns into run and gun, each team's getting 40 shots a night, you're running up and down the ice, that, that favors Florida. I think it right. does. Because you just look at who the Capitals have. You, like, look, you've got Alex Ovechkin. You've got a 50-goal scorer. That's great. But Alex Ovechkin's game is more than just 50 goals. He can be physical. And he might play on it. He's not starting right now with Tom Wilson on the top line. But he's going to play on a line with Tom Wilson. Right. You've got Garnet Hathaway. You've got TJ Oshie. You've got guys that can lay the body and can be physical. They're a big team. And I think that if you can get the Panthers just ever so slightly off their rhythm, just, you know, it's that it's, it's almost the Legion of boom thing where you just kind of give them that little extra shot <laughs> yeah. over the middle, yeah. make them think twice about it. You're talking about a Florida team that doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. We all know the whistles go away. And I think that if the Capitals can kind of turn this into a, you know, to be cliche, get pucks deep, get pucks to the net front. Like if you can turn it into that, I think that that is going to be the, that is going to be, you know, a key to victory for them. I think that's big. Um, And then the last thing is depth scoring. Um, 
the reason why the Capitals did what they did at the trade deadline was that they looked at their team and they said, we need more versatility everywhere. And they have 14 guys right now that they say they feel comfortable playing. Um, but, you know, I, I think you've got so many guys that you can move up, you can move down, you can kind of do it however you want. And whether or not you want to look at it like a second or a third line, you got Anthony Mantha, Lars Eller, and TJ Oshie right now on a third line. It's pretty good. Yeah. And, and truthfully, I think you could make an argument that that's better than your second line right now, which is Marcus Johansson, Nicholas Backstrom, and um, uh, Tom Wilson. So right. I, I think that you can really kind of say that, okay, so you kind of have – you're kind of spreading the wealth there. But when you're talking about a team in Florida, I think they have 430 goal scorers. <laughs> They've got like like seven 20-goal scorers. They, they've Double-digit guys have double-digit goals all? this season. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's, it's crazy to talk about the Panthers' depth scoring. And you are not going to win this series by winning games 2-1, to one, by winning games 1-0. Yeah. Like, this is not going to be one of those series. So to me, uh, and I know this is long-winded, but to me, I think you have to win some of these games 5-4. to four, And Alex Ovechkin's great. And Evgeny Kuznetsov's great. And Anthony Mantha's really good. And TJ Oshie's really good. And you can go kind of down the list, but you need to win games five to four. And you need guys like Connor Sherry and Lars Eller and Nick Dowd and Garnet. You need those guys to step up. And that's how they won the cup in 2018. And I think that's how they're going to win this series. Right. I mean, I've always said the three things in the playoffs to me, and I've been repeating this like on repeat whenever someone asked me about how the Caps are going to do. I've always said coaching decisions, the chess match between coaches. That's how Barry Trotz ended up doing that that uh, three-man in the neutral zone deal a few years ago when we won the Cup. That was a troublesome thing that no one saw coming. And then, obviously, I think you need to score when you shoot because, like you mentioned, the 40-shot, 40 40-shot 40 deal for years when we were going and winning President's Trophies and this and that and scoring a, a, you know, a bajillion goals during the regular season, Everyone just kept saying in the playoffs, just shoot, just shoot, just shoot. So everyone just kept shooting, and we'd shoot 45 shots and score one, and we lose two to one. Like, right. those were the situations that I always think. And then obviously, the goalie situation, just like you said, the goalies have to go out there and perform because the goalies, you know, can change an entire series, as we saw for years and years and years, especially that one year that everyone references to against the Canadians. But those are the Gillis's keys. And I'm trying to think, I'm trying to guess in my head where you think this series is going to go. And I think, okay. actually, I'm going to write it down. You know, I'm going to write it down because I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to guess. Where's my pen? I don't have a pen over here. All right. <laughs> I'll just, I'm going to think about it in my head and I'm going to, I think I know exactly where you might go, but let's see if I can get it right. So where do you think this series is going to go? How many games and how many opportunities is this, is this team going to have to win the games? So I'm going to say Panthers and six. Um, oh, I, think, I said seven. <laughs> um, so I think, and, and that's, I've been kind of tossing this around in my head the last couple of days. I think that the longer this series goes, the more it favors the capitals right. because one, that means that they're hanging around with them. And two, I just, you look at the capitals experience compared to Florida's experience. And I think, right. it, I think it just really matters. Like, I know it's like, I, I said this before, I know it's cliche to kind of use those things. Oh, we got to get it. No, the playoff experience truly does matter. You know, you're talking about a team that has lost in the first round as a President's Trophy winner. You're talking about a team that has lost back-to-back years in the second round as President's Trophy winners. They know kind of what it takes. And I think that 
it's it, it's just going to be one of those series where I think the Caps are going to kind of punch them in the mouth a little bit, and I think Florida's going to I think that I, I think they're going to kind of get introduced to playoff hockey yeah. through the Capitals, but I just think Florida has just too much talent. Um, you know, like I, I mentioned, if you can kind of do those things that I said earlier, I think it could go your way. But you're talking about the President's Trophy winners. I think I have to say Florida in six. Right. I I thought Florida in seven for you, but Florida in six, man. I think what you're doing is you're setting the bar low. So if they surprise us, then everyone just goes <laughs> berserk. Uh, <laughs> anyways, again, this is Andrew Gillis once again, the NBC sports writer for the Caps and the Wizards. But obviously the Wizards aren't playing right now. So definitely go follow him on Twitter at Andrew underscore Gillis. Common spelling, 70 on Twitter. Andrew, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. Hopefully, we see a Caps win, and we'll have you on again to preview the next series. Sounds good. Hopefully, and- we'll, uh, we'll look forward to it. <laughs> I, I, well, I, we're, we are looking forward to it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Again, thank you guys for tuning in to DC Crossover Special right here, previewing the Caps versus the Panthers.